Go with me in the book of 1 Corinthians 13. Verse 1, can you go with me? Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, and I have not charity that love, that is love, I am become a sounding brass or a ticking symbol. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understanding and all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. Someone say I'm something. Because I have love. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, that means it's possible to feed the poor without love. Amen. And though I give my body to be burned and have, have not love, it profits me nothing. Do you see that? That means every good thing that you do is designed to profit you something. But without love, it profits you nothing. Then it goes on. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. Love does not keep what? A record of wrongs. And now go with me in the book of 1 John 4, verses 7, then so that we can see this power of love. 1 John 4, verses... Okay, let's start from verse 16. And we have known and believed the, the love that God has to us. God is love. Eh? God is love. Love. Someone shout, God is love. And he that dwells in love dwells in God, and God dwells in him. God is love. God is love. So, love does not keep records of wrong done to it. God is love. So, can we just say it this way? God does not keep records of the evil that we have done against him. Did I read the Old Testament? No. Did I read the, uh, the book of Mammon? No. I read the, the New Argument. And it says God is love and he says um, love does not keep record of evil down to it. So, child of God, you know, sometimes we try to work in love. We, people work hard to work in love. Everyone here wants to work in love. But I want to say this, stop trying to work in love. Stop it. It won't help you. It's like, um, stop trying to work in love. Years back in 2000, I think it was 2014, I had a vision of a gardener watering the garden. That's when God told me to stop trying to work in love. And this gardener kept on blaming the pipe, the horse pipe, that there is no water. So he was holding the other side of the horse pipe, saying, where is water, where is water, where is water? And God said to me, he said, William, that's you now. You are blaming yourself of where is water. And I said, oh God, help me right there. He said, that, he said uh, suddenly I saw this gardener. He turned and then he realized he was not connected 
He did not connect his wash pipe to the source. Can I tell you something, child of God, that love, um, God is love. The only part you can do is to connect yourself with the love and allow it to flow through you. But it flows through you. Meaning you have to first receive it. Meaning you have to, yourself, you have to be wet of God's love. Like you know you are loved. The reason people are not walking in love, they don't know they are loved. The reason why the horse pipe is not supplying water because there is no water coming in. It's not experiencing water. That's why it's not supplying water. Many Christians have been trying to supply water. They've been trying to, to love. And they end up in frustration. Because they're loving with a human type of love. But when we really go into agape love, the love that God has shown on us, the love that has no condition, I tell you, brothers, it can only come by us knowing we are loved. And today, I just want to tell you, you are loved by the Father. It takes no record. He says love bears no record of evil down to it. Meaning God doesn't have videotapes of your life. God doesn't have any videotape of something you did when you are alone. God doesn't have any videotape of something you did and no one knows about it and think only God knows about it. God doesn't know about it too. Because it says the past is deleted. We're saying it here. And we think, oh, only God knows. I want to tell you, child of God, even God doesn't know. It's only you who knows. <laughs> I'm telling you, really, if he says love does not be a record, does not keep records of evil done to it. When you sin, when you sin, who are you sinning to? Against. It's against God. You have to know that. It doesn't matter which sin, you are sinning against God. And because you are sinning against God, that means you are sinning against love. <laughs> Church, anytime, uh, okay, you are not going to sin again. But before when you sinned, I just want to make it clear, you were sinning against love. <laughs> and love doesn't keep a cassette doesn't keep the dumb drives that says this is that day that day god has no record of anything you did wrong is that that's what makes him god <laughs> you know i'm sitting there in the house god said to me do you know i have a memory problem i thought memory problem <laughs> and it's my strength memory problem is god's strength He doesn't remember, brothers. <laughs> he doesn't remember, brothers. As far as the east is from the west, that's how far he has removed our translations from us. How far is east from the west? Immeasurable. <laughs> Someone said, thank God for love. Thank God that he is love. Then you think, oh, God remembers that man's sins. Do you think if God remembers that man's sins, man, do you think things will be fine here in this world? <laughs> 
Do you think who will be in this world? Who will be in this world? Just point at one person. Even myself here preaching, I won't even be in this world. If God remembers sins. But God does not remember sins. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, one thing, one beautiful thing about God is that God doesn't remember sins but remembers good things. If right now, I have heard some people say, do you know in the last day, there is a day coming, the judgment day. Your videos will be played before God on TV. They will show you. Do you remember that this lady? Yes! Ah! Do you remember? That? How do you remember, Lord? Hey, do you remember this? Do you remember that, that day when you SARS said their man and you said, I, I, I did not make profits? Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember that thought? Can I tell you, brothers, that's a wrong picture of God. He doesn't have a cassette and he doesn't have a judgment day. Okay, okay, he has it, he has it. Let's say he has a judgment day. How will you judge someone we have already declared righteous? And the Bible said God is the righteous judge. What does that mean? If someone is a righteous judge and he says you're already righteous, that means when, he, when I look at the person, I will just say, you are righteous. That's my judgment. God's judgment is you are righteous. And God's judgment for that person who did you wrong is he is righteous. She is righteous. <laughs> Say thank God for his love. <laughs> Man, I'm so grateful that God is love. God forgets. Someone say you forget. Isn't it Hebrews 8 verses 12 says the same? I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquity. I will remember no more. Imagine if God says, I don't remember, I don't have a cassette, who are you to keep your cassettes? Some people are walking around with their videotapes. And, and say, only God knows. Only God knows what I did. And I'm sorry, Lord. And God says, winner, winner, I don't remember. I don't know it. I don't be records. I don't keep records. Um, some people think God is a record keeper. God is not a record keeper. Man, I tell you, God is a keeper of his word. He keeps that word. He said to me in the afternoon, I'm sitting there in the house, he said to me, my strength is to forget. It's my biggest strength. It's his strength. It's his glory that he has forgotten one person's sins. That he has forgotten the sins of the world. That's his glory. That's his strength. <laughs> Someone say thank God for his love. Say thank God his love. But the prophet, yes, this one is not a far one. This one is before I came from the church. I don't care. Maybe it's the one that you did even during the service. It's forgotten. There is no record. No, no record. How about you? No record. But no record. But no record. He says he has taken your sins and he has thrown them into the sea of forgetfulness. Who, who, 
Friend, the sea of forgetfulness, yes. God has a strength of forgetting your sins. And he has a strength of remembering your good things. Isn't it? There's a strength, man. That's, that's a strength. You forget wrong, you remember good. And that's opposite of what men do. Men only remember good, bad. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, that man, that man. That, how about the good things they did? Hey, man. How about the good things the person did? I just want to tell you, he remembers your sins no more. All right, Hebrews 10, verse 17. Hey, man. Someone say, my sins are gone. My past is deleted. When you delete with God, when you delete man, there's no recycle bin. I'm telling you, I, I, I just said it. There is no recycle bin with God. You know, some people that every time they feel like this sin is forgiven, but every time when people ask them, uh, what, did you ever, have you ever done this brother in life? Then they go to the recycle bin. Like, yeah, I once did something almost like this. No, brother, you are touching the recycle bin. Can you leave the recycle bin alone? You are the one who created it. God has no recycle bin for your sins. Amen. Can you, it's also deleted from the recycle bin. Where are you kidding that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, and there are sins and iniquities I will remember no more. I mean, God is telling you one scripture, chapter 8, your sins I remember no more. Chapter 10, your sins I remember no more. Are you with me? And Jeremiah 31, verse 34, he says, your sins I will remember no more. Many scriptures where God declares your sins I will remember no more. And who are you to remember your sins? <laughs> Say, I'm forgiven. <laughs> Say, I am forgiven. <laughs> what is to be forgiven? Forgiveness is a simple word. It means to lift the Lord Simple, to lift up the weight. Because the sin comes with the, the cases and everything. The weight is lifted. The weight of sin, he carried on the cross. That was divine exchange. Put the weight on, on the cross. He carried on, on himself. That you can be forgiven. Amen. <laughs> Someone say, I am forgiven. Okay, so... So, child of God, you are 100% forgiven. Forgiven. The Lord does not bear the record of your sins. Okay. We can go on, read Romans 4, verses 8. Say, I am forgiven. Oh, I love this truth. I am forgiven. Romans 4, verses 8. David, now you give a prophetic word. And it's written here. He says, Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Meaning, blessed is a person which the Lord bears no account of his sins. Did this guy ever committed this sin? And they check. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh -uh. What's your name, by the way? Ah, uh, then you say, you shout your name. Then check again. What's your name, by the way? Man, your book looks so clean. You have done good things, perfect things. You fed that woman who was hungry. You did this, you did this. And then in front of the book, it's written, your sins I remember no more. And then another scripture is written, 
I'm not unrighteous to forget your good works. <laughs> hey man, did you hear what I said? There is a book that I'm seeing right now. <laughs> it's your story. There is a cassette, a videotape of your story. I open it. Good things. Ah, you bless that person. Ah, you said a good word. Ah, ah. You're a great guy. You're a good guy. You are innocent. You are righteous. Huh? And then I close the book. Oh, then I see what's written. He says, I remember no more. And then another scripture is, is Hebrews 6 verses 10. God is not unrighteous to forget the good works. So only thing that God remembers is good works. Imagine, man, I tell you, I like what happens with, um, with uh, the editing. I love it. Editing, it does good work. Am I right? They delete bad things. They keep good things. Amen. And God, delete bad things. And keeps on the good things. Imagine how you appear before Jesus. Imagine how you stand before God right now. With all the deleting that happened in your life. Just imagine. <laughs> okay. You know how you stand. Let me just show you. Luke 15. The prodigal son comes back. The father does not remember. He says, my son. The son is saying, I'm the guy who did this. I'm the, and the father is like, what did you come out? What are you talking about? The father lost the story of the son, the negative story of the son, the father only knows the good story. What's a good story? My son is back. That's a good story. Let's have a part. Now, look at this. The father is like, my son. Ah, Lord, ah, ah. You see how God deals with him, everything in life. You doesn't call out your sins. He calls out your nature. Some people, they think God calls on their sins. Oh, you, you did this, you did this, you did this. God calls out who he is in him. He's my son. Okay, let's just say your child does something in the house. Most of the time, parents will remember what the child did. Amen. They will remember what the child did. The child did this, did this, did this. But can I tell you something? The power with God and the good parent is just remembering, that's my son, that's my daughter. God has said, my son is back. God is talking of a good thing that's happening. He's back. Let's kill the best calf. People call out sins. God calls out your nature in him. You're righteous. You're my son. You're peculiar. And now look at this. The elder brother comes and the elder brother is the one, he was the one who remembered the sins. 
Now because people remember sins, now you, you confuse them to, to God. The elder brother is like, oh, your son did this. He went, squandered, did this, did this, did this, did this to your property. Are you with me? And people think the elder brother is God. God is not the elder brother. Are you with me? The elder brother is calling out sins. The father is calling out sonship. The elder brother says, your son did this. He's talking of the actions. But God is talking of your stand, not of your actions. Because God does not bear records of evil. His love. He does not take records. He doesn't go around recording. You did this. And in the evening now you have to, you have to erase it by saying, Lord, you kneel on the side of the bed. Forgive me for that sin. That won't even try to erase any sin. Your sins were erased at the cross. And they are remembered no more. Not you did it, then you speak with God, then God erase it. No. It's his choice that has nothing to do with your confession. That's why now, John, when he writes, he says, brethren, I write unto you, little children, that your sins are forgiven. He didn't say your sins will be forgiven when you confess. He says your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. What happens with your sins? They are forgiven. What happens with your sins? They are cleansed. What happens with your sins? They are covered. Just in case someone saw you or someone has a record, God will cover for you like you never did it because you never did it. Sometimes we seek for people to cover for us, but God will cover for you. He says, I will cover your sins. The Bible said God covered the sins of David that he placed him to be the king. God is so good. He will cover for you. He will cover for you. That thing I call, this guy is covered. What does it mean when you say covered, someone is covered? It just means no one, your sins are not out. You know, of course, you know that people... Like, look at the father, how he covered his son. The son comes back. The elder brother is busy. I know what he did. I know what he did. I know he is the guy who took this. The father saying, there is a party. The father covers for him with a party, with a ring and a garment. It doesn't take one to cover sins. He says, no matter how many you throw to me, I'll cover for you. So when the Bible talks of covering sins, that's what he's talking about. That we, just in case someone knows about it. But to me, I've deleted it. But just in case there's a brother who struggles to delete, I will cover for you. I will cover for you. I, when they're busy talking about it, I'll give you revival. When they're busy talking about it, I'll give you financial increase. I give you a ring. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh. Hallelujah. Tell you, we are so loved. <laughs> what did he do? You sinned against you, against love. I mean, <laughs> it's like pouring water on the dam. <laughs> you, you sin against who? Against love. Okay, against love. So, prophet, are you telling us we should sin? Did I even say that? Uh-uh. I didn't say that. I, you are already sinning somewhere, somehow. 
Please don't act like, hey. <laughs> Somewhere there is something, the fault that you did or mistake that you did. And that's what I'm talking about. Okay. When he said in the book of Hebrews 8, verse 12, when he says, your sins I will remember no more, did he say, I'm doing this so that you can sin? No. He just said that. And, and that's me now. I'm just saying it to you. It's the gospel. It's the gospel of Jesus. And that's what empowers you to live a powerful life. The more, he says, <laughs> Jesus said something. He says, those that are forgiven much, they love much. You want to love much, you understand how much you're forgiven. It's not like here we are forgiven in different quantities. No. Our forgiveness is the same. The blood shed on the cross. Amen? But some people have received 2%. Some are really going for it. They embrace their forgiveness. They're like, Lord, I'm forgiven. And then saying, those that are forgiven much, they love much. Amen. And those that are self-righteous, working and saying, I'm not, don't do wrong. I, I'm just a good guy. I'm just a, a perfect guy. And those ones to love is just so a hard thing. Because the, to them, they depend on themselves. But those that says, Lord, where will I be? If it's not for your grace. Hey man, those men, they love because they know their lives depend on the grace of God. Hey man, say I'm forgiven. Let me just say this. As I was just finished with preparation of this message, something happened. Someone just came in the house and then I, I just looked at them and said I'm forgiven. I just noticed that it took a waste of time to, to make noise on something that if I know God has deleted their story. They just have to appropriate that forgiveness. And I just have to be, not be elder brother, who always remember people's sins, who always say, that one did this, that one did this, that one, do you remember the one you once did in 2004? Do you remember it? Do you remember? I remember it. <laughs> no! We should be free from it. All of us here, we should be free from that. We, 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 the, the word says, he that dwells in love. Can we close with that? Is that right? Go with me. First John 4, verses 7. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Church, what, that's the truth. That's the truth. Beloved. <laughs> beloved. Am I talking to the Beloved. Amen. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. Now you see what he says love is of God. First he says, there down he goes on says love is God. Okay, so like for example, this pulpit is metal. Am I right? The pulpit is metal. God is love. Amen. You cannot separate God from love. And you cannot separate love from God. We are one. It's his nature. God is love. 
It's his nature. There is no day where God is not loving. There is no second where God is busy with people's sins. It's not in his nature. His nature is love. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. So you see, so right. So somebody, oh, that brother loves. Hey, man. Okay, it's like right now, someone say, oh, let's say they're aliens, of which there's nothing called the alien. Let's say they're aliens watching. Oh, look at those. Look at those human beings. Look at those human beings. Even the small one is eating. Okay, it's because of the, it's the nature of the humans that they eat. Amen? So, here he's saying, okay, don't think that it's something that you can't get. It just comes by the nature. He that loves is born of God and knows God. Ha! Hey, man. So the person who's struggling with love, brother, don't condemn that person. The person just doesn't know God. Because God is love. That means the minute I get to know love, I get to know God, I will love. People that don't love, it's not like, a, oh, this person, look at this person. Stop condemning them. Start teaching them about God, about love. And don't teach them to love. You're frustrating them. Just tell them they are loved. They don't know God. They don't know that God is love. They don't know that God bears no record of evil done to him. Because they mean to get to know this brethren, we just walk in love. And sometimes the reason why we struggle to work in love, there is these things, these other things. It's because these things, we allow the truth to slip away from us. Amen. Someone say thank God for love.